shining a light on podcasts and videos that have caught our attention. The Spotlight with Jen Spiker. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Okay, we've got this old stereotypes. We try to live up to those. We try to do certain things in certain ways and we're told, no, yeah, that's no longer appropriate. Oh, okay. Well, I'll try something else. So, you know, often men's idea of being emotional is get angry about something, mm. you know, be aggressive. Mm. We thought, well, no, hang on, that's not appropriate either. <laughs> and I think today there's a crisis of identity for men. Mm. They don't know what to do. When they try to do something, they're told that's not appropriate. And often the response is, well, I can't do anything right, so I won't do anything. As men, we would all like to be thought of as a good bloke, you know, someone who is universally admired and respected by others. But more and more these days, there's confusion over just what it means to be a good bloke. And how does one go about becoming one? Well, on today's Focus on the Family Australia, we'll be discussing these questions with the founders of Bunch O' Blokes, Warren Mills and David Raitt. Together, they've developed resources that help men build each other up. That's how to be a good bloke, our topic on today's Focus on the Family Australia with Focus CEO, Brett Ryan. Well, Brett, more and more these days, we're seeing confusion in society about what it means to be a man and how to be a good one without offending others. Yeah, there are a lot of challenges on men today. And so it's great to have Warren and David in to talk about this on our program today. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks, Brett. It's good to be here. This idea, I mean, I remember when I was little, you know, that myth of saying, big boys don't cry. That's not true, is it? No, they do cry. It's a matter of crying at the right time and being able to understand why you're crying and what to do next. Yeah, I think sometimes men cry inside rather than outside. And part of that is because we're always told as men, don't be emotional, you know, suck it up, be a man. Man up. Yeah. Which a lot of people interpret to mean don't show feelings. And so some people think that's what it means to be a man. Hmm. Yeah, to be in charge, to, you know, to have things in control, to have your life together. Mm. Are things that I think we have this view that that's the expectation of society and people in our relational circles. That's what we've got to do. And I think that, unfortunately, the thing about men being violent, being angry, about lashing out physically has become a stereotype and it's completely problematic. And so that's one thing we need to relearn. Mm. But men can be emotional. I mean, I've sure. seen them at the football and I've seen them at the soccer and the cricket. Yeah. We can be yeah. very excited. No yeah. lack of emotion there. Mm. Um, but yet you're right. We can be stereotyped and put into little boxes about how we are to behave. And unfortunately, sometimes it's more negative rather than positive. Mm. Yeah. I think that to be able to cry and to express your emotions at least to yourself and then to those closest to you is actually a huge step very we important we're not very comfortable about that touchy-feeling stuff. No, no, we're not. And I think that's why men struggle. They struggle to even find their identity now in society because, okay, we've got these old stereotypes. We try to live up to those. We try to do certain things in certain ways and we're told, no, yeah, that's no longer appropriate. Well, okay, well, I'll try something else. Mm. And we try something else and we're told, well, 
you don't get it either, you know. Or you're offending people. Yeah, well, I've got to be emotional. So, you know, often men's idea of being emotional is get angry about something, mm. you know, be aggressive. Mm. We talk, well, no, hang on, that's not appropriate either. <laughs> and I think today there's a crisis of identity for men. Mm. They don't know what to do. When they try to do something, they're told that's not appropriate. And often the response is, well, I can't do anything right, so I won't do anything. Mm-hmm. So they just sit there on the couch and flick the channel. Mm. Yeah, and they withdraw, they withdraw from the roles in life that they have, from being a father or a husband or participating or contributing. They just withdraw, and they focus only on the immediate and what satisfies them. We at Focus, we often get a lot of people ringing us or emailing us, and some of the, they're just crying out, particularly women, are saying, I just want my man to lead mm. in our household. Mm. Yeah. But they don't lead the right way, mm. probably the leading with aggression. Mm. Yeah. I think that the idea of men leading is absolutely fundamental to the difference between men and women. And I know that we're on fragile ground now, but men tend to be more hunter-gatherers, explorers, risk-takers. And so one of the big challenges is to redefine what that means in the context of current society where where women are taking roles previously occupied exclusively by men and completely appropriately in my view but now we've got to create new opportunities new vistas new adventures for men to lead okay so on one hand we have men being too passive and Mm. then on the other hand if i'm understanding you right Guys are going to the other extreme and being too aggressive. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's a misunderstanding of what leadership yeah. is. You know, okay, so uh, I'm not going to be passive. I'm so going to take I'm, charge I'm, here. Yeah, I'm going to take charge. And leadership isn't taking charge. It's not command and control. It's actually modeling true relationship. It's caring. It's been the greatest servant. You know, you can be a leader and be a servant. And unfortunately, that seems to be the two alternatives often. Be passive, don't do anything, withdraw, or you take charge. It's about yeah. getting our dominance back. I've actually heard people. So what's wrong with you? Just got to be dominant again. You know? So if somebody says, "Yeah, well, I'm not being passive. What's wrong with being overly aggressive?" I think it's a misunderstanding of what leadership is. I think it's a misunderstanding of what makes relationships work. And it's well, I'm going to control everything because everything's out of control. And uh, what we're trying to offer is a new way of being a proactive person in a relationship. Respect, mutual respect and the values of serving one another. That's not based on fear. And I think that's the fault with violence and anger and expressions of aggression that they engender fear. And so that just has a completely negative effect. And so when we see that in ourselves, we need to take a step back and say, what can I do now that is going to enable me to take my leadership role that's not angry, that's not violent, that's not threatening anyone, but is properly caring and leading and loving. Okay, so we want to be a man, but in a better way, not doing these yeah. mistakes that we've been yeah. discussing. Yeah. Where do we begin to do manship? <laughs> yeah, I think In it's, a better way. Yeah, look, I think the starting point, well, what we do with a bunch of blokes is uh, we take the starting point the golden rule, what we call the golden rule. It's, it's what Jesus gave us as the rule for life. It's and it is. To do for others as you would have them do for you. And another expression of it is love others as you love yourself. So our starting point is, first of all, self-awareness. Like, who am I? Can I describe myself? I had other people describe me. And then self-acceptance, saying, you know what? I'm a bit odd, but I think I'm okay. 
and mm. there's these other people around me now who think I'm okay. And once we're in that security of accepting ourselves, we can then give without fear because we're not trying to get validation. Mm. We're not doing things to get validation and to feel good about ourselves. Well, perhaps one of the reasons why men are feeling unconfident is they just don't know what is right. So knowing what is a good man and how to be one yeah, will yeah. give them that confidence. Yeah, I, and I think that I think we do have the answer to that. And that's one of the reasons Please why. Please share. <laughs> well, I think, well, no, I think we as men, if we can get men together and ask the question, what do you think a good bloke is? They actually come up with some pretty good answers. What have they been saying? Well, they say, well, it's somebody who helps other people out. Cares for their family. Cares for their family. Somebody, Tells the truth. Somebody, yeah, somebody who's honest. Somebody you can trust. You sit down with a bunch of blokes, which we do. We ask a few questions. We watch animations that have been done by this cartoonist, and it brings up these ideas. And you say, yeah, that is what a good bloke is. That's what a good mate is. That's what I want to be. And I think the whole concept of loving others as you love yourself, it's not about narcissism. But if you hate yourself and you apply that principle, love others as you love yourself, if you hate yourself, what are you going to do? You end up hating everybody. Mm. And you end up reacting negatively to everybody. And you end up being these black hole people. Nobody wants to be around. They suck the life out of everybody. Mm. And nobody wants to be that. Right. So I think that initially it's got to do with treating the subject seriously of being a good bloke or mm. just a good person in whatever role, to be successful but without having to smash other people in the process. I know a lot of people who will be listening, in, and I'll be one of those included, that I'd say as a guy, I don't have a lot of friends. Mm. You know, I have a few close acquaintances, mm-hmm. but I don't have a lot of mates. Mm. What would you say to those type of people, and, and why is that so? Well, that's, that's normal for men, isn't it? Uh, they have acquaintances. They hang out, but they don't have very many close friends, if any. And I think it's part of the Australian male's ethos, that which is to be self-sufficient. Mm. Like, you know, I'm a self-made man. I've got my stuff together. I don't want to share things about you know what I feel inside. I, you know, I don't want to bother my mates. And because we never do that, we never go there, we don't have these close friends we have acquaintances Mm. we hang out we talk about the football Mm. we talk about work maybe but we don't often talk about families Mm. i think the test is to think back those relationships we've had where we've been able to share our deepest hopes the things that we long for the thing that we desire most and if you can think about who those people are where you've been absolutely truthful with yourself and them that's the basis of a good friendship. Mm. And the thing is, if we actually did share with each other, mm. we would find out that we have many of the same challenges. Yeah, mm. yeah absolutely. Eric, you know, we got a member of our team, and he, was, he went over to Western Australia to visit his son. He's with his son, and his son had a couple of mates over, and they're all sitting together, and he wanted to experiment, you know, some of the principles of the bunch of blokes with him. So... He says, you know, how long have you guys been getting together? And they said, oh, ages, you know, we, we hang out, you know, they go and have a beer. And he said, um, how are you going in your marriages? And every one of them said, actually, I'm in big trouble. Every one of them. And it was the first time any of them had even knew that each wow. other were in trouble. Mm-hmm. And it just took one question. It wasn't like they didn't want to share it. Because one of them said, oh, well, actually, I'm in big trouble. Another one said, I'm in the same place as you and the, every one of them. And then they were able to say, well, what can we do about mm. that? 
Now, one of the things with men is, you know, that we always get accused of by women, which is very legitimate, is when they come and they say, I've got a problem. Well, we, oh, I've got a solution for that. And they go, well, no, no, I don't want the solution. Don't give me a solution. I just want to share well, it with you. you I just want it. you to listen. But wouldn't it be great if you get with men, you know, men are solution-oriented, and you yep. actually share something that's really important, and you're with a bunch of men, a bunch of blokes, that say, you know what, let's try and find a solution. Or another man could say, hey, I was right where you were. That's right. But that's right. I had some help. Yep. Some yeah. wiser men helped me through this. Yep. And I got through it. Yeah. And you can too. Yep. Uh, I, I think one of the big challenges is not to theorize and to tell the truth, tell real stories about ourselves and to engage on that real level rather than just waffle or, you know, give the latest theory or be Dr. Phil. How's that going for you? (laughs) We're talking to David Raitt and Warren Mills. They are the founders of Bunch of Blokes, and we're talking about how to be a good bloke. We'll have more of this discussion when we return right here on Focus on the Family, Australia. The Word for Today is Australia's most widely read daily devotional, designed to give you practical teaching to keep you focused on your relationship with Jesus. Read it online or subscribe to the free printed edition at thewordfortoday.com.au. Here at Focus, we love to hear from listeners. It is really encouraging. So we invite you to give us a call or email us to let us know how Focus has helped you or your family. Our telephone is 1300 300 361. That's 1300 300 361. Or if you'd like, you can send us an email and tell us your story at response at families.org.au. Welcome back to Focus on the Family Australia, where today Brett Ryan and myself are talking to David Raitt and Warren Mills. They are the founders of Bunch of Blokes. And together, they have developed resources that help men build each other up and create healthy masculinity. Now, before the break, we were talking about some of the things that men do wrong, being too passive or overly aggressive. But now we want to talk some more about the better way. And we were talking about following the golden rule and also about self-sacrifice. David, you have a story? Yeah, I I, uh, lived in the States, in the United States for 10 years and I'm over there one day and I'm talking to one of these guys over there and he says oh, yeah they're not blokes over there <laughs> no the guys you know um, he said I just don't get this Aussie mate stuff mm-hmm. you know he said I just went to a wedding of my neighbour and I'm at the wedding there and, and this guy's there with an Aussie accent so I go up to him and saying, oh yeah how do you know this and he says oh well he lived in Australia for quite a while and he's my mate he goes oh yeah okay so you know did you get time off work to come over here to go to the wedding? He says, actually, no, I uh, quit my job because I asked him for time off and they wouldn't give it to me. So I quit my job so I could come to his wedding. And he turns to me and he says, what's with that? That he quit his job to go to this guy's wedding? What's with this Aussie mate stuff? And in the end, what he said was, I want to explore this more with you. And so we got together with some other men and we started to meet and we just started to talk about what it means to be a good bloke and what it means to be a mate. And in the end, Jesus' golden rule came in to do for others as you want them to do for you, to love others as you love yourself. And all these American guys, they said, we want to call this our mates group. 
So we call it mate. <laughs> they couldn't even say it right, but they call it mate's group. So, and I thought that was a classic example of that self-sacrifice of putting somebody else before yourself and really showing that you care. And it really made a difference. It, it was transformational for this guy who saw it. You got something to add on that, Ryan? Yeah, I think all of us can relate to that. If you've been a husband, if you've been a father, you really want your family to thrive and grow and be satisfied and fulfilled and satisfying and fulfilling to you too. So you start on that challenge, but you realise that as time goes on that the ordinary things that blokes do, fathers do with their kids don't always work and so if you find that you've given it your best shot and it's not working out because your relationship with your wife is not as good as it could be or you're not getting on with your kids or your kids have gone off the rails then you've got a real problem and uh, that's been my experience too that I realized that I was at the bottom of the barrel and I had nowhere to go but to actually ask God for help And so my wife and I prayed. But there was a way in which I had to look to myself and accept responsibility, not blame my wife, which was what I desperately wanted to do, and to say, I failed. I need to start again. It was a huge transition in my life and in my family life, which I started to learn from that day. I'm still learning. There'll be people listening to that and say, I relate to that story. I know exactly where you're feeling. And that's what Bunch of Blokes is all about, trying to get guys to get together and share some of their highs and definitely some of their lows Mm. and see if we can actually come to a solution. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just a bunch of blokes getting together to do life together. Mm. And, uh, you know, our desire is that people thrive in life. And uh, I know that's something you say here and focus on the family, helping families thrive and you know, another thing that Jesus said was, I've come to give life and give it to the full. And we want men to live life to the full. But we believe that there's a way to do that, and that's by sharing with each other, doing life together, by learning from each other, by applying the core principles of living that Jesus gave us, and just accepting who we are and that we aren't perfect, but feeling good about who we are. Now, going back to what you shared, Warren, obviously... That was a low point, but in a way, it was probably the best thing that could happen for many reasons. Yeah. But you turned to the Lord. You know, you threw your hands up and said, I, I can't deal with this. Yeah. Yeah. Lord, help me. And yeah. I think that's a very crucial part in being a man, yeah. being all that a man should yeah. be. Yeah, I, I had that real sense that this was a moment of crisis. And, you know, I'd given it a good shot up till now. I'd treated my family responsibilities pretty seriously, and I'd gone everywhere. <laughs> to get help and people gave bits and pieces of help but no one had the solution and in the end I realized that if anyone is going to do anything it was me and I had nothing to give and so I had to go somewhere else I had to appeal to someone I had to get some resource some guidance some power from outside myself and that was an absolute turning point in my life So if I'm understanding you correctly, one part of being a man is admitting when you're in over your head and you need help. Yeah, my word. And asking for help. And and not just giving up and retiring to the couch, as we said before, because that's just hopeless and it's despair. 
but to say, well, I have failed, I haven't achieved the success in this whatever it is that I wanted, now what am I going to do and how am I going to begin again? Who's going to help me? Who can I turn to? We talked about one of the mistakes earlier is kind of being overly authoritarian, mm. whereas a good leader consults. Yeah. You know, talk to your children. Well, what could you have done maybe in the past or something that would have had a, a different outcome with your relationship with your daughter? Yeah, they always tell you, but often in terms that you don't hear because you don't like what they say, although it's true, and you see it in retrospect. Mm. And so it's still up to you to use all the resources that are available to you and when you get to the bottom to accept the responsibility and then look for the next thing, the step that you can take yourself that will make the difference. And for me, it was to cry, frankly. Mm. Now, as men, we could say, oh, I want my family to have a great holiday. So I've decided we're going to go this place and this place and all that without ever consulting. Well, maybe they don't even want to go there. It's not valuing other people. I think one of the biggest lies that we've got in our society that's thrown at, particularly at men, is that you can do it on your own. You know, you don't need anybody else. That's a big lie. Mm -hmm. And when you start living that, you don't care about what anybody else thinks. And if I'm going to be in charge, I'm going to make all the decisions. And that's not respecting others. It's not loving others. It's not caring mm-hmm. about what they, you know. It's when you say, I can't do this on my own. Actually, I need others. And others really matter. And so as you give yourself away, that you find true meaning in life, yeah. true value. And all these lonely people get to the end of life and they go, what was that all about? Mm-hmm. If it's all about me and I actually, I'm really dissatisfied with my whole life. Sharing and learning from others is such an important thing. And I love the idea, and I'm a personal fan of mentoring. And I don't think we need one mentor. I think we need five yeah, mentors yeah, over yeah. various areas yeah, of our lives. Yeah. You probably find in, in when you're sharing in this group, you can actually glean from one another some, some of the wins Definitely. and yeah. some of the losses. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody will come out with something and I'll say, well, I got in that situation. This is what I did. Everybody goes, that's, that's fantastic. You know, and then you talk about something else and they go, well, I did, oh, I did this. And, yeah, well, that was a disaster, wasn't it? And I think collectively... You get a wisdom, you get a capacity, you build your capacity yeah. to address the issues of life because everybody's had a different experience and some have made good decisions and some have made bad. Well, at the end of the day, iron sharpens iron and we all need each other. Yeah. And one of the wonderful things about being a Christian is that we have a role model. We have the Bible that tells us about our Heavenly Father and how he balances perfectly the masculine characteristics, but also the more feminine characteristics of nurturing. And we need to have all of those to be a complete man. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, when you look at the life of Jesus, he came and he said, lay down your life for others. And then he did it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's one thing to say something. It's another thing to live it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Jesus lived it perfectly for all of us. So we've got a good model to follow. So in conclusion, what does it mean to be a good bloke? Well, I think it means accepting who you are as God made you and then giving yourself away. Warren? Speaking the truth in love. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks for having us. It's been great yeah, to be here. Yeah, it's been here. great. Thank you. Our guests today have been the founders of Bunch of Blokes, David Rate and Warren Mills. And if you'd like more information or to take some of their courses, you can sign up at their website, bunchoblokes.org. That's bunch O, the letter O, blokes.org. Well, we trust you've been encouraged by what you've heard on today's Focus on the Family Australia. 
For more family advice or to listen again online, our website is families.org.au. And if you'd like to order a copy of today's program, you can give us a call on 1300 300 361. That's 1300 300 361. On behalf of the team here at Focus, I'm Brett Ryan, inviting you to join us again next time for another edition of Focus on the Family Australia. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.